What's going on, people? This is Baked as a 101, and I'm here with my co-host today. MC. And we are your combat companions. <laughs> so we have some really interesting things to talk about today. But uh, first, we should probably introduce ourselves. So uh, MC, if you want to go first. So hi, guys. Um, call me MC. Uh, I am uh, not only a huge fan of MMA, but I'm also a fan of just sports in general. I'm a Warriors fan. For all you Warriors fans out there. Also, I'm a Packers fan. No, no, don't boo. <laughs> also, a Packers fan. Aaron Rodgers fan, to be exact. And also, I watch soccer. So, if anyone can tell, give me insight on how long Lionel Messi is going to be with Barcelona, that's how long I'm going to be a fan of Barcelona. And, yeah. Well, I'm Bake. I am a huge sports fan. Of course, I'm a UFC fan. That's why I'm doing this podcast. Uh... I'm a Cavs fan. That's why I booed when she says she was a Warriors fan. LeBron's <laughs> fan. Please don't attack me. Uh, I'm an Indians fan. Not much to say about that. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but they're in Ohio, so that's who I'm rooting for. Uh, obviously, I'm from Ohio. I don't know what else to say, so we're going to jump straight into the episode. That's all good. So first, we're going to start with a Michelle Watterson and Angela Hill recap. This was an interesting one, the main event, the last card. Uh, what are your thoughts? So honestly, I recently followed Angela Hill. Um, I watched her Joe Rogan podcast, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, my God, she's so lovable. Like, she's so relatable and funny. And um, if you guys want to go check out that podcast, please do. Because she starts talking about how she got into this sport. And she's like 20-something years old when she got into the sport, which is like kind of crazy for the start of the story. Um, so I was really rooting for her just because I wanted to see her, you know, like accomplish her goals and just win, you know? Like she was feeling – and like her last fight, I believe, she lost also by decision. So this one, mm-hmm. I was really like, oh – gonna bring it and you know she was obviously training with Dominic Cruz as well so I was like oh let's do it like I think she can do it but then Michelle Watterson though like she also I love her too I don't know if you watch um ah, food truck food truck no. with Brendan Schaub do you watch that I actually haven't oh my god okay watch that <laughs> watch that he does a episode with Michelle Watterson so like I like she talks about you know her like fighting like as a mom and stuff and then mm-hmm. in her last fight too she lost too so they're both coming off the losses and they're both ready to bring it like they're both ready to you know get back on track kind of break through and honestly I wasn't ex- I didn't expect any like I wasn't like oh this person is definitely one of them is gonna win so honestly this was just a surprise I was just re- excited to see what happened how about you though. For me, I'm a huge Watterson fan. Um, I actually was a fan of her. It's ironic because you were talking about that with Hill. I was a fan of her after the Joe Rogan podcast where she was talking about her fighting as a mom and stuff like that. It's just like, how can you root against someone who has like a great reason to be doing this? Like, I want to see her like as a champion as soon as possible. But unfortunately, you saw she performed against Juana and... I don't know if she's really ready to be up against the elites in any weight class, really. I yeah. hope that that happens soon. 
I know we were talking about that recently, how difficult it would be to like watch your mom fight for a living. What Didn't she say that she wanted to continue fighting? I don't know how long she said she wanted to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not sure how much like longer. This, this fight really, yeah, right? So this, this fight was really like, I got to go back on track. And like, If I were to see my mom get beat up or knocked out or like punched or anything, I'd be ready to like kill someone. I don't know how, I don't know how she can do it. That's very tough. Like she, um, in the Brennan Shaw uh, video, uh, the Food Truck Diaries, she talked about like how she would have to cut weight, like do everything, you know, prepare for a fight. And her daughter would be like in the mix, right? She'd see like her mom cut weight and be angry and grumpy because she's cutting weight and she can't Mm -hmm. eat. She missed parties and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my God, how can you do that? Like, I can't even do that. And I don't have kids. Right. Like, <laughs> right? It's just like, oh my God. So the fact that, like, they both have everything, like, on the line, even though the, I guess the promotion part of it didn't make it feel like that. Like, as fans, we both know, like, okay, this is what's up. Like, this is what they have on the line. And, they have to do this, you know, kind of feeling. So it was just, that was something else. Yeah. It was one of those fights for me where I like wish both of them could win. It's just not how it works. The last fight, I felt like that was DC versus uh, Stipe. Mm-hmm. Like, why yeah. wouldn't you want to see DC retire as a champ? But I'm a huge Ohio sports fan, a huge Cleveland sports fan, and Stipe's from Cleveland. So I have to root for him. Oh, that fight too. But uh, yeah, it's just like, it's it's kind of like, and the fact that um, both the DC and Stipe fight and the Watterson and Hill fight, like, they both end up in decision, right? It was just really down to the wire. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what was going to go on in the round. Could have pulled either way. Pull, pull, pull here. Oh, oh, she did this. This or like, oh, my God, that head kick. Like, all of that. And then to the end, it had to be, like, a decision. And you can even see when Hill, like, found out she lost she was frustrated and i yeah. get that. like i'm just like me too because i didn't even know how to judge that congratulations to uh watterson though for getting the win and her brown belt she was Definitely. so happy dude when she was happy like i want to be happy but i saw hill upset and i'm just like yeah. dang it dang it that's very tough um our next topic we have to talk about this willie verse colby talk this pay-per-view or not pay-per-view i don't know what i'm talking about this fight night is going on i want it to be pay-per-view i know it should be a pay-per-view what are your thoughts on this fight okay so i don't know about but when this fight came into like existence i was shocked that it was actually coming into existence Mm -hmm. like i saw the news and i was like wait we're really we're really doing this wow we're actually doing this and so um, I didn't follow closely on like their fight week and stuff. Usually I do do that, but I've been just reading here and there. And this one just honestly caught me by surprise, um, given the fact that um, both Woodley and Colby are coming off the losses. Colby's mm-hmm. coming off the biggest loss, which is losing against uh, Usman. And then um, Woodley not only came back from a loss, but he he was, like, gone, right? Wasn't Woodley yeah. gone for two years, a year? He I don't came know back long. and got, like, dominated all five. Yeah. Uh, I forgot his last opponent, too. Was but, it Burns? Um, was it Gilbert? Am I tripping, or is that Gilbert Burns? 
Please correct think, us if we're wrong. Yeah. Oh, I think so. And then after that, yeah, it might it might be burnt. But yeah, like so they're both coming off of. I forgot <laughs> when when Woodley came back. I was like, wow, okay, he's back, and uh, I was excited to see what he would bring. It was kind of disappointing to see him lose the way he did because mm-hmm. it looked like he just did like the ring rust was real that that type of and i was like oh okay so but for this one i feel like both of them are really focused and they're really like ready to go out there and i don't even know what's gonna happen like what do you think is gonna happen for me i'm thinking like you're talking about both of them coming off of pretty significant losses mm-hmm. i think and I don't want him to win. This is not like a big political thing. I'm just not a huge fan of Colby. I just, I don't think I like anything about him. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> I want Woodley to win this, but I truly don't think that will happen. Just looking at his last performance, it kind of reminds me of when you look at somebody like Ronda Rousey, mm-hmm. how dominant she was over her division for so long. Right. And then things started to change when more people got there. That's how Woodley is kind of starting to look like he was the guy. Like you didn't see him losing the belt. Then it happened and you start to question whether or not they were dominant or the competition was just lacking. Right. So I feel like Woodley is the better fighter, but I will be very happy if he loses. Dude, you like... Honestly, I'm gonna have to agree with not because it's political, it's just his antics. Like, um, personally for me, what makes me, what draws me to a fighter and a fight is is the story. So like if I can like connect with like why a fighter is fighting and also like all the sacrifice that they have to make as well as the story around the actual fight, like that that's what interests me. Mm. All I've seen from Colby is just he's mean. He's mean and and arrogant but not in like the good way like in the bad way like a jerk and yeah. that's just not entertaining to me i watched his press conference i watched the post like fight conference too like everything that he does and just the way he talks and acts i'm, I'm just like he's just not likable and you do have a really great point about woodley like when he came back it felt like he was you know it felt I was excited for him to come back. Not gonna lie, like I was like, okay, let's see what, let's see if those years, like, if he brought himself back together. Because I know that loss against him was really hard on him, and so, like, I was like, okay, let's do this. And the fact that he just he didn't deliver, it was sad. It was really sad to see that just him, like, oh, he like I mean, he took his loss, and he was yeah, it's okay. Like he, I think he said like, oh, I felt free, like even when I lost and I'm just dude I was rooting for you (laughs) I wanted you to win because nothing is better than coming back from out of like two years three years with the win you know so you you do make a you do make a point about that and I but like recently I do appreciate Colby saying that this is not going to be an easy fight usually he would say it's an easy fight Mm -hmm. like I think with Usman he was like yeah it's so easy like he's like i'm just knocked them out it's nothing and then they go for five rounds and this is but like he actually said was like yeah woodley like no that's gonna be a tough fight it's not gonna be walking apart and i was like 
that's so different from his character. Like, wow, I did not expect that. And Colby is one of those people, like, we, we think about a fighter that we're both a big fan of, Chael Sonnen. So, yeah, he's, like, he talks the talk, but it's enjoyable. You think about somebody like Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. like, you enjoy their banter. Colby's one of those people, it's, like, almost, like, cringy to me. It's hard to watch. It's not mm, entertaining. Yeah. It doesn't right. make me support them as a fighter. So... For him to step up like that and say those things about Woodley, it shows that respect. But I still feel like this is a fight that he's going to clearly win. I don't want it to happen, but right. I just think that's how it's going to work. Oh, man. And, like, oh, I think that Colby's just, um, I think it's just skill, honestly. This is what it boils down to. Woodley has been fighting for for how long and his his actual just skill it's there it's nothing new really i don't think mm-hmm. he brought anything new to the table or added something new to his you know to his game to how he addresses the fight so like the fact that kobe is very like um he's a he's a great striker durable fighter too yeah and it's like he got a lot of tricks in the bag that like we didn't even really see that yet because he kind of like morphs into whoever he needs to be for his opponent. And the fact that kind of Woodley is like almost like perfect book type of fighter, it's like, dang, that's not gonna do well if like Kobe can just adjust on you. you can't react to that. Like that my my biggest fear is Woodley getting knocked out. Like Yeah, me too. <laughs> really. I don't want it to happen. Isn't it? I know that like when Kobe fought Usman, it was like, that was war. Like you can see that they were both busted up and stuff, but his strikes were hard yeah. and clean. The fact that Usman was standing through it, most of it, I was like very impressed because honestly, he, he hit me. I would have been knocked out, mm-hmm. but like <laughs> anybody really. Yeah. Right. Like when, I don't know. I don't know if you watched that fight. Well, you, you probably did. What? What am I even asking? Excuse. What? <laughs> but, uh, but it's like those those punches were clean, very clean, very calculated punches. And I don't know if Lee has the like speed and just reaction enough to to do that. I don't know what he did for the three years. Doesn't he make music, Woodley? Yeah, I think Colby, to quote him recently, was saying. Um, he hopes he doesn't have to come to the octagon in any of his music or anything like that because it's really bad. So I've never heard it, but I don't know if I'm going to take Kobe's word for that. But what I wanted to say about his last fight was you can really argue that he was winning that and that was a questionable stoppage. So if that fight isn't stopped, we might not be having this conversation right now because he's the champ. So that's why I think this is going to be a clear win because I feel like there's levels to both of them. And Willie is like a good fighter, but it just might be over for him. Right. Oh, man. It's going to break his heart, too. Now, I heard he was training with Masvidal, though. What do you think about that? Oh, that was hype. I was so excited to see that. Was it a video? Oh, I forgot if it was a video or a picture. 
But when I saw that, I was just like, this is a great setup for Colby versus Marshall. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is this is what's gonna propel that fight because they're like trash talking and obviously Masvidal being as aggressive and just outspoken as he is already same with Colby like I didn't even expect to see Woodley are they even on the same they're not even even on the same team this just seemed like a perfect setup for like we hate Colby Covington and this is going to be a great story like I was so shocked and I was like well I mean training partners is great but this is just this great just promotion and like almost publicity of like this is the drama now this is all three of them wrapped together in a nice present with the bow perfect perfect setup for an upcoming fight which i don't know or would you be like would you be excited to watch that fight masvidal versus kobe i'm definitely buying that pay-per-view i think the promotion alone would get me to buy it mm-hmm. um, I don't know about Dana. He's a little stingy, as we're going to talk about pretty soon, <laughs> specific fighters. So I don't know. It should be a good one if that were to happen, but I just don't know if it ever will. Dude, that would, I feel like, oh man, Woodley takes the L, but then like Masvidal comes in. And oh, dude, what if Colby calls out Masvidal for BMF title? Hmm. Now that would be interesting. Wouldn't it? Oh my god, that would be so. Do you see how many? Speaking of the BMF title, uh, to to go a little bit off, top, off topic a little bit. Do you see how many people are calling Masvidal out for that fight? That's yeah. That's crazy to me. I wouldn't be surprised if he, if Kobe wanted it, was like, like yo Masvidal, like, I want, I want that fight. Let's get this fight happening. And they've had bad blood for how long? Do you know? I mean, it seems like they used to be very close, but I don't know when it really went sour. Yeah, that's right, huh? It wasn't until, man, I'm trying to think of a specific time when Masvidal was like, yeah, I hate Kobe. But -hmm. I know that that beef was there. It's kind of crazy that how how bad it got, to be honest. But yeah, that would have been... Listen, listen to us, UFC promotion. Do let's do that. Tell Kobe yeah. <laughs> that he has a chance for that BMF title. Because if that happens, then that there's more at stake, right? Like, especially for me as a fan, I don't want to see. I don't want to see Kobe with that with the BMF title. So Mm-mm. I wasn't <laughs> like, a big okay. fan of the BMF title at the beginning. I was thinking like, what's the point? Like, what? Is, who is going to brag about this? Like made up belt then i saw all the build-up and the hype around it and like i'm all for it now right oh right that is so true god thank napias for that that shouldn't have happened but but it did so next we have dana white's comments on izzy dancing on his way to the octagon what do you feel about that i am so disappointed to read that like i bet you were too you probably read that like this is um a made-up story I wish it was a made-up story. Yeah. I was like, oh, someone's spreading rumors again. Like, oh, that's funny. Until, like, I don't know if it was a clip um, or just, like, in quotes. But I was, I could not believe he had to say that. You could have really kept that to yourself, Dana, if you're listening to this podcast. You really could have kept that to yourself. Definitely. <laughs> just, 
I thought, like, Izzy dancing to the often has become iconic at this point. It was so refreshing. So refreshing. I don't think I've seen any fighter really do that at all, like, my whole time watching. Mm-hmm. But it just brought something else on the table. It just gave him so much more personality that it just made him so much more fun to watch because he's like, it felt like it's kind of like people, I guess people, I guess Dana was like, yeah, it felt like kind of like cheap, almost like WWE, but like, no, yeah. dude, that's fun. And the fact that he had the skills to, okay, I might have looked like a fool, like going into Octagon, but I'm, I mean, business, dude, perfect. It was perfect. And then Dana White had to just rain on the parade. Like he's just a party pooper. I honest. think um, a really good bit of advice for Dana White would be mm-hmm. to shut up. Um, <laughs> sometimes your opinion isn't needed. Even if somebody asks you something, you don't necessarily have to comment. I feel like this was an opportunity for him to to use that. Sometimes it's better just to shut up, let somebody express themselves the way they want to do it. If you can dance all the way to the octagon and still knock somebody out, still beat somebody up, and you're still making money, just shut up. That was the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> oh my god. That could have been for so many I swear Dana says the craziest things. And this was just a this was just a so uncalled for, almost like a low blow. Like, hey, you know that thing you're really iconic for? Like, don't do that. We yeah. you don't like that. That's lame. Like that's like if someone told Michael Jordan when you dunk, don't stick out your tongue. Right. That's gross. And you're just like, what are you saying? Like, you're just a hater. Dana White's just a hater at this point. And I'm like, dude, I don't get it. Yeah. And now I know he has a fight coming up pretty soon with Costa. Now, I hope he has a full routine on the way, like a uh, choreograph, <laughs> like just something to get right back at Dana. Yes, it, it should be as it should be more ridiculous. It should have more things happening straight up just go all out freaking half fireworks dude. yeah do it just, just go the full nine yards do everything confetti bro backup dancers okay have other fighters come in as dancers like do it just do it because honestly oh that would be that would be so exciting but uh, yeah can't wait that that one's gonna be really good i'm always an izzy fan i feel like and one thing i wanted to talk uh touch on was <laughs> When he dyed his hair, there was a lot of people on MMA Twitter that were trying to like question his like sexuality. And I don't understand what necessarily like hair color has to do with that. Or you are- like you being masculine doesn't really isn't really defined by your hair color. I mean, you literally beat people up. I'm not sure how much more masculine you can get. So I don't know. I think people should take my advice that I gave to Dana just shut up <laughs> that is so true I swear I feel like the thing about Izzy that I love is just that he just kind of gives no F's kind mm-hmm. of like I I like I worked hard He he's a huge fan of the sport he worked hard to get to where he is right. and he's having fun and I don't know what people's deal with fighters having fun like i get it this is supposed to be like a sport or whatever but it's also entertainment guys come on we gotta sell a fight 
make it entertaining. Right. And the fact that people were just raining on his parade, like, just let the guy live. <laughs> it's cool. I enjoy it. Personally, I enjoy it. When he did the dance off, Yoel Romero, even though Yoel is like, like ancient, like that was so <laughs> amazing. It was so amazing. And like, no one cried or, or whatever about that. But let Izzy dye his hair or, or talk about anime and then suddenly y'all haters. Like, dude, don't. Yeah. Let him live. Definitely. I feel like that's going to be a great fight. I know we're going to talk about that on a later episode mm-hmm. uh, around the time that is getting ready to go down. So next we have to talk about, once again, a Tony Ferguson fight will not be taking place. Guys, guys. You don't know how disappointed I was to hear. Like, I, okay, Bake knows a little. Like, Bake knows a little bit about my frustration because obviously I told him that I was a I'm a Dustin Poirier fan and Tony Ferguson fan too. But this fight was so. This is a fan fight that I would I want this this fight in particular just because I know what both. Like both Tony and Dustin can bring to the table. Like Dustin hasn't even shown off skills. Guys, he's a grappler. He can go to the ground, dude. He can. He can like. That's his thing too. He's not just a striker. Right. And then with Tony Ferguson, he's a freaking bomb. Like he's just crazy. <laughs> just cur- like he's. Oh my god! Like the fact that the whole situation with Khabib too was crazy and then the fact that like he lost which was so disappointing to watch that no offense to um i forgot his name who who's now the current champ who's gonna fight gaichi oh, yeah gaichi sorry <laughs> i right and the dustin of be gaichi but anyways like um that fight tony like okay props to gaichi for winning but i really was pushing for tony to win because mm-hmm. he and khabib like that was a that was a fan fight, a fan favorite fight. I'm sorry, for a long time, and then it became a favorite fight, and then that fell through. And now this one, which is an actual fan favorite fight, is also getting pulled under the rug. Like, Dustin, like, like Dustin wanted to do this fight so bad, and if you can go on his Twitter, you'll see it. Like, it's like I want to fight Tony. Like, th- both of them want to fight, and like. How did how did you feel about like Dana White making all those comments about like oh they didn't want to do it and it just fell so we're just gonna move on with me as you can see both fighters being like super excited for it it tells me that it's all business so a billion dollar company a multi billion dollar company doesn't want to pay fighters because they don't want to lose the little bit of money that will make in a second of that pay-per-view so for me it's not that hard pay the people that are making you money I mm-hmm. want to see the fight. they both want to fight it should be happening i wanted to see the uh, tony and khabib fight that one seems like it's just cursed though like i don't know yeah. if we're ever going to get that one and especially <laughs> khabib dealing with the loss of his father prayers out to him um i don't think his mind would necessarily be for fighting right now. So I don't know if we'll ever see him again, but 
this one's just disappointing. I really wanted to see this as a fan of both. I don't get why this one can't happen. Yeah. Like, it's not even just what's going to happen at the, the, the pre-fight and, like, pre-fight conference, like, the fight week. Like, both of them are so entertaining. Yeah. Tony Ferguson is entertaining, guys. He's He really is. This how he carries himself is amazing. Dustin too, he's just an honest guy and really great. And like he's just lovable, dude. And so not even just the fight itself is gonna be fun, just everything leading up to it. And the fact that like all of a sudden, like it was this whole this fight had been circling around like the internet for a, a while. And then all of a sudden Dana had to go and be like, Yeah, that's that fight's not happening. Dude, mm-hmm. what do you did you try? Like I can try. I can try to make the fight happen. Right. <laughs> right? Like let me and Bake set up our own thing somewhere. Probably not okay, in a safe distance because of COVID. Let the fight happen. We'll just record on our phones and just put yeah. it on social media. It will get more we will get more we will get all the views. <laughs> bigger than anything. And like that could have, and um, I think he said that Tony wasn't gonna fight in UFC two, well, two fifty four. I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, so like, when are when are you making like? Did we even try to make a contract like a, a legitimate one? Because this sounds like he was just. It's kind of like you know when you ask your parents something and then they just say no. You didn't even explain. You just say no. Mm-hmm. This this is it. It's just like yeah, there was no contract and we didn't really try, but it's not gonna happen. Like. He, taking the fun away from all of us and then he's like setting up oh what about oh my god i just remembered something did you see the whole thing with um conor mcgregor's return that dana oh, was talking yeah about? Oh, what are you thinking about that dude i was like right after i read about him no this isn't gonna happen he talked about conor and i was like no 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 no, no. here's what you don't understand Tony Ferguson is 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 a money like he brings money guys don't don't forget about that don't mm-hmm. disrespect his name because he can do that too why are we going back to Con- if Connor retired okay I'm sad because we won't get um McGregor versus Diaz three I will be sad but come on he can retire and then other other fighters will also make money you know what I'm saying like yeah. why are you milking his name so much he's and right now like connor's having issues with the law so like dude yeah we got other fighters treat other fighters like stars too like tony ferguson is a star he's so loved by fans i swear to god like everyone makes a meme about him and talks about him all the time so that was just so that was such a low blow honestly to the fans like yeah you see that you see this fight that you want oh my god you can't have it Oh well, and then he's like, Conor McGregor's coming back. Nod. I wouldn't this even is... be excited if he came back to the, the octagon. Honestly, this reminds me. This is not even like a UFC or MMA thing. Just mm-hmm. a real life thing. Yeah. When there comes a certain point in your life where you realize people care about you based on what you can do for them. Right. So the UFC will give Conor any and every fight he will ever ask for because they realize they're going to make the most money they have ever made every single time he's going Mm -hmm. to provide for them. They Mm -hmm. are looking past the people who are more talented 
people that the fans want to see more strictly because they know I am guaranteed a humongous check when I sign this guy. Right. So that would be kind of tough for me for the, for UFC fighters. I see a lot of them, you know, checking out Bellator, checking out one, checking out a bare knuckle fighting championship. It's just tough when you realize you have to be so much more than just good at your job to be successful in the UFC. Yeah, that's so true. It's disappointing because you're right. Like it's just he his fight against Cowboy Surround. Did you did you pay full 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 for that price? By the way, I'm just kidding. Um, for legal reasons, I will not say how I was able to watch that fight. <laughs> That's that's good. That's good. <laughs> I was just curious because um, I did not pay for that fight. Mm-hmm. I just saw highlights. And the highlights that I saw on Twitter was the same amount of time the whole fight was. Like, yeah. That, that was it. And um, people were hyped, you know, oh my God, Connor's back. Great. I felt bad for Donald Sarone. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and the fact that you know what? You know what irks me? He he came in with a knockout. Okay, great. Awesome. What did he do after that? Mm-hmm. Really? Like, before he even said he was going to retire, what did he actually do? Yeah. And and, and so, like, Gaethje and Ferguson had, like, the whole thing, and he said he was going to fight. Uh, he won a rematch with He's just, like, saying things, and then, like, I guess the UFC would are is like so willing to just jump on the boat for him, and it's just like, dude, he's just saying he he knocked out some Donald Cerrone, great job, but you didn't do anything else that was yeah. like <laughs> like entertaining at the least. Like, dude, I can I can watch, I can literally go on UFC on YouTube and and look up like best knockouts, and that would be more entertaining than a fight. Yeah, because there was there was something anything so sorry sorry guys we just kind of went a little rant on uh, Connor though but um taking away from the spotlight that is Tony Ferguson needs to fight again and I know he's ready always ready he's always ready freaking a machine and the fact that they're not even going to give him like a good opponent Dustin is more than a good opponent he's he is the opponent he is his next opponent but I'm still disappointed about the fight guys you don't even know (laughs) I'm I'm sorry to do this. You you just had a beautiful transition there. I'm not done on Connor. I feel like one thing that needs to be said, it really bothered me after Mm -hmm. Amanda Nunes defended her belt, the most recent one. Mm -hmm. That is the exact time he chose to go to Twitter and retire. That was the perfect moment for Amanda Nunes to be celebrated for the excellence that she has achieved time and time again. And you craving attention that much wanted you you wanted to take the spotlight away from her yes. and i understand everybody's focused on ufc so let me go out there and put the attention on me again espn picks it up conor mcgregor retires even though he's done this what like six times <laughs> preach oh my god you're so right so i'm obviously a big fan like he he's great at his job he He's very entertaining, but at a certain point, it's like, we're kind of getting tired of you, and you're in the news for some other stuff right now that I can't really get into, but just not a good look. Yeah, for sure. It's like he 
put out that he was retired what Amanda Nunes won. That that in itself speaks like wonders. The fact that Amanda Nunes did amazing, is spectacular, is incredible. Yeah. And then we and then I forgot about it because because Conor McGregor said he retired. Like that's just like if he doesn't come back, oh well. <laughs> like Yeah. I'm not even sad that he left. I'm sad. I was sad when Henry Cejudo left or said he was retired. No, I was sad about that. I was sad about when Conor left. Everyone else could be having um there could be amazing matchups right now. Pay me and bait to do your matchups. Let's do it. And it would be like a, a million times more interesting than anything that Dana can come up for Connor. Like, oh, so frustrating. So frustrating. Uh, thank you for bringing that up. Amanda Nunez is amazing, guys. Please do not overlook her win just because Connor decided he didn't even like say it publicly. It's like to any interview. He just, he didn't even fight at all. Yeah. And he said he retired. Like, no one cared. Yeah. <laughs> no one cared. Oh, my God. Didn't didn't he say that a week after um, John Jones said he retired? I think so. Oh my god! I think it's more like just an attention thing. One thing I wanted to say was, people used to say, "Oh, the NBA will die after Michael Jordan retires." As you can see, the NBA has not gone anywhere but up since then. There comes a point where you realize they're going to be just fine without me. As we've seen through so many successful pay-per-views, the UFC doesn't need McGregor nearly as much as he thinks they do. Yeah, They're not losing money by not having him. Mm -hmm. The fan base is there. But this was not about Conor McGregor at all. Once again, McGregor finds a way into every MMA conversation. Right. Uh, I'm sorry about that, guys. Uh, that was our little rant on yeah. um, if he does come back and we we might end up having to talk about him, we're just going to be sad. It's <laughs> 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 more frustrating. Give give Dustin and Tony the fight, the money that they do. Seriously. And they're entertaining fighters. Like, actually fighters and bring Definitely. something to the sport so we can move on to a topic we both are very happy about the <gasps> potential return of nick diaz well one thing i want to say is mc and i before we even started planning this podcast talked about how much we like the diaz brothers so for me seeing this is like bringing back so many memories of like him versus silva and like him versus Robbie Lawler, like the classics that were dropped by him. It's like, for me, what I want to see, and this is like the old WWE fan coming out, mm-hmm. I want to see this potential BMF title. Let's say Masvidal and Nate Diaz have a rematch. Nate Diaz wins the BMF title. Nick Diaz is in there congratulating his brother. This is a whole promo I'm about to uh, explain. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Nick Diaz is in there congratulating his brother. He holds his hand up, you know, oh, you're the champion. Congratulations. Blah, 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 blah. Then, out of nowhere, the camera pans to him and his facial expression changes and he hits him (laughs) with a Stockton slap. Everybody goes, oh my gosh, Nick Diaz just turned on Nate Diaz. Stockton slap knocks him out cold. He grabs the BMF title off of him and holds it up. The fans, the virtual fans are going crazy. Oh. 
this sets up a super fight Diaz versus Diaz UFC two two sixty or whatever. Oh yeah. That's the old WWE fan of me. I know that's not gonna happen, but that would be awesome. No, please, um, whoever's listening to this promo, um, it's from Bake. Say yeah, that I need my money this for is that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Guys, this is it. Oh my god, dude. Oh my god. I would like first of all, I would laugh and then and then just cry because I know that they're gonna fight each other. Like that's yeah. That is story. That is story. That is so hype. Oh, I love I'm it. sorry. To go back into realistic things, what do you think about this return? Oh my god, guys. Okay, so let me give you some background about um, my love for the Diaz brothers. So I'm from the Bay Area, and um, when I found out that there was a fighter that lives pretty close to where I am, I was very, I was shocked. Um, my mom's also from Stockton too, so. I was like, oh, cool, like some, something to relate to. So I, I found, found Nate, and I was all like, he's cool, pretty, pretty aggressive, looks pretty crazy. And then I watched, like, at first I watched his highlights before his actual fight. And I was like, this guy is something else, mm-hmm. a whole different animal. His submission game was crazy. And I used to, when I um, started watching UFC, um, I was more into like knockouts and obviously like just really great striking. That's what I was into, knockouts uh, specifically. But when I was introduced to Nate Diaz's ground game, that changed it for me. I was like, this is sick. He had the most creative submission I have ever seen. He's so nimble, yeah. but very like he's tall. Like I'm just like, what the heck? You're like six something and you're like doing this nifty note. Like it was just crazy, crazy, crazy. So instantly from there on, I was like, oh, this is it. And I just love how he carried himself in and out of the, out of the office. Like if you watch his press conference, they're so funny and so entertaining. And he's so real. Like he's such a real dude. And I absolutely like love that about him. Now for Nick, I saw, I didn't see him like as much as I did Nate. But obviously, he's a legend. Bake and I and everyone in the MMA community know that he's just a legend. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I watched like his fight and like obviously his, his submission game was like something crazy back in the day. But like seeing him healthy and happy now, it's just, oh, my God, my heart was overjoyed. Like what the UFC and Dana White did for the Diaz brothers is just so unfair. It really is just unfair. Just like, dude, these are the biggest names in the sport. Like actually the biggest name. Everyone will know about them. Everyone knows about them. They're amazing. And the fact that they're just kind of like, yeah, we don't really want to talk to them because they're kind of like problem, problem fighters. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so what? Like they're amazing. All of their fights get sold out. And if Nick comes back, Dude, it's gonna be, it's gonna shake up the whole weight, like division. Like, like he was, he was in welterweight, and I forgot another one, another one. But, um, um, I'm not the weight class type of guy. I'm not gonna lie. No, that's that's cool. I didn't remember, but like the fact that he's just healthy and happy, and he looks like he's ready to go, dude. 
I cannot any fight, any fight. I will pay for that fight, dude. I will. I will sincerely do that. I will negotiate for him as his manager. I will do that. Just like, hey, he'll take anybody. Seriously, no, he'll take anybody. Ariel Hawani was like, you guys look, it's Nick again. I'm just like, oh god, that video. Like, I was just shocked. Yeah, I am so excited for his possible return, and I would love to hear who think that like what fight they're gonna set up. Now, this is going to be tough for me, but I'm like a storyline type of guy, if you can't tell. Mm -hmm. So I really like the idea. And this one might this this one might be like a test fight. Mm -hmm. You could maybe do something like a Robbie Lawler rematch because they had a great fight the first time. They did. You can put Nick and Rob back in the cage and, excuse me, the octagon, and maybe, just maybe, we can get something similar. They're both, like, not as good as they once were, but they might be very similar in skill level. So, that's one. Another mm-hmm. one I'm thinking, a match we were robbed of was Nick versus GSP. Oh, Yeah. I don't oh know God. if GSP will ever come out of retirement, and I don't know if he would do it for Nick Diaz, of all people. <laughs> that would, dude, that storyline, though, that would be crazy. <laughs> Just the only person that was able to get GSP to come out of retirement was, was Nick Diaz. That would be a crazy story. Just to, like, not even have to reshoot all the promo. Just use all the stuff that you had ready years ago. Like, that is crazy to me. Maybe another one with Silva. I know he's like, I don't know if he recently like called it quits or he's getting ready to. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was a, a interesting one that they had. Maybe somebody, this is like a shot in the dark, maybe like a Mike Perry. Um, oh, I would, oh my God, we need to talk about that. Didn't Mike Perry call him out? I'm not sure. If he did, that would be one I'm interested in. I think the promo for that one would be crazy. I think they're both like fighters that they're going to be talking to each other in the octagon during the fight. Like the ref is going to have to separate them after the fight. Uh huh. That's what I want to see. What are you thinking? I know you said any fight because you're just that big of a fan. And I, I feel the same way, but what fights are you thinking about? Let's see. This is tough for me because. This layoff, it wasn't even like what Nate would usually do, you know, with his three years off or like a year off. He was gone for a lot of the time the UFC changed, if you know what I'm talking about. Like, Mm -hmm. he was gone and then the whole, like, not only like promotional standpoint changed, the fighters changed too, you know? Obviously, like, he's not in his prime again. I don't like I saw a lot of people out like give him a title fight and I was like, Man, if he fought Usman, that would be that would be so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like that would be well something else. Um I was I was interested in the Mike Perry fight if he because just because I was like I didn't even think of that matchup. But I don't I was picky on who who he would fight just because of how different things are right now like i don't know how much how how like how many other fighters he had watched to see their game because it's different like ufc is different from when he was in his prime 
Definitely. And like, obviously, you know, his brother was a testament to that. Like his, his brother took kind of took the reins while Nick was away. So I don't even know. I don't even know which fighter to like would kind of match. I think, I think I, I love your matches just because it kind of fits with the, the story. And we, and, and I want to see Nick, like, I want to see a fight where Nick is just going to trash talk another person. Like, and the person's actually responding. Mike yeah. Perry would definitely do that. I think Mike Perry did do that in his last fight. <laughs> just, just mad trash talking. So something that would kind of play off of Nick's strengths as terms of like his kind of like vibe pretty much in his style. But at the same time, if he gets someone like new, like super new and green, it's not going to be the same. So honestly, right now, Mike Perry, unless someone else. Yo, did you see that Steven Wonderboy Thompson called out Nick? Oh, yeah, I did see that. I don't yeah. know about that one. Hmm. Dude, that. Okay. Steven Wonderboy Thompson is too nice. Let's. <laughs> I'm gonna put. Yeah. <laughs> he is way too nice. Okay, guys. Uh, this is a little shout out for for Steven Wonderboy Thompson. Go to his YouTube channel and subscribe to him because he's so entertaining and I love his videos. Please go do that. But as a as a like just as a personality wise, it's like Nick is gonna go out there, try to talk like try to talk bad, and then Steven. Wonder Boy is just gonna take it. Be like, huh? That's not very nice of you. And we're gonna be like, no. <laughs> Do you know a matchup I'm thinking of? This is all obviously like not serious, but put Nick Diaz back in the octagon against somebody you know he's going to destroy. And somebody I know any UFC fighter can destroy. CM Punk. Put him in <laughs> against CM Punk. It'll be some of the best promo you see. They'll cut like actual WWE promos. <laughs> it will probably be over in like 40 seconds, but yeah. people will buy that. That is so, dude. Oh my God. CM Punk. <laughs> oh my God. Where is he? Do you even know where he is? I think after the last two, he kind of realized this wasn't for him. I think he's working with Fox on a WWE show. He's not in the WWE, though. Okay. Dude, that is... Oh, my God. If that happened... He would die. We're going to see CM Punk die. (laughs) You're going to see CM Punk die. Like, on live television. Oh, my God. Nick Diaz is, like, an actual, like, storm of a fighter. Striking submission grappling takedown like all of that yeah like yeah no we're gonna watch cm punk die on camera <laughs> that's <laughs> terrifying <laughs> we're gonna be like oh shoot but no that would be i don't even know dude i don't even know how like i can i can sell that but like oh my god that would be so ridiculous but i would absolutely love it dana would never in his life entertain that thought but i feel like if you pitched how much it would sell then we're talking. What about Masvidal and Nick? I know that. Mm. Was, yeah, that, that's a fight. It's a fight. See, I was never a fan of how Nate and Masvidal ended. So I would want to see that one way before I'm looking for Nick. Mm-hmm. But, hmm, 
I'm thinking about how realistic that would be. I think that's up there. Which was which that's what made them like Mazadal versus Nate DS so like like kind of like DC and Stipe, like you both want them to win. Mm-hmm. Because they just they, they got the same like they got the same vibe and it wasn't like anything crazy and their trash talk crazy but it was real like you were just like yeah these dudes grew up in an, like an area where it's kind of like all like everyone for themselves worked hard in the sport and now they're famous like yeah and then but they still got that respect so it's like i'm i'm down for that i can watch that for sure well we could sit here with hypotheticals all day i'm sure um i think we're gonna have to wrap this episode up uh so mm-hmm. where can our viewers find you on social media Follow me on Twitter, guys. Uh, my handle is at is uh, main characters with main underscore characters with the So find me on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube at Baketizzle101. That's B-A-K-E-D-I-Z-Z-L-E-101. The first episode, how are you feeling about it? This is so fun. Oh, my God. There's like, there's so many. Okay, the thing is, thing is bake you're like the only person i can talk to about really yeah because i can tell this i can talk about this with my friends but they don't know it like how you know it like when i'm talking about okay let's talk about like how frustrating it is when fights don't happen because of politics you get that and i don't Mm -hmm. have to explain like years of history for you to understand that or like this is a fan favorite fight or like it's a technical fight like a fun technical fight, but it might not be fun and promotional. You get that. So I had a blast. Oh my God. I can, I can stay here for hours. <laughs> Just I know, right? Honestly, <clears throat> the fact that the UFC was still like, let's continue going during this pandemic and everything when all other sports stopped. At first I was kind of hesitant just because I was like, wow, we're really treating our fighters out here kind of like, kind of like product like kind of like assets and not really yeah. like people like okay well i mean i get it we have to sports out but really their health and the fact that they were able to continue to do it and we kind of have some daily like oh yeah this is like the sport thing that's going to come up and we got some great fights too it's just it's just something that like it's just so entertaining and definitely um i'm excited to see what's going to come next i'm obviously 2021 is going to be Diaz year. Like mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> I think that Nate and Masvidal's rematch is coming in 2021, like January 2021. So if that happens, yeah, um, I'm very excited for the future for the UFC. Props to them. I know we kind of were talking a little bad about you guys this episode, but you guys are good <laughs> boys and girls. You can deal with it. Um, for sure. Like you said, also. I have like family and friends that watch the UFC, but it's like, oh, every time Ronda Rousey or every time McGregor or John Jones fight, it's not like you're not in there watching the fight nights with me. So I can have a person that I can relate with using this podcast. So I really appreciate that. Like feeling like, oh, I just watched the sport by yourself. Nah, bro. We got favorite fighters too. We got all yeah. of that. We want all this stuff to happen. So don't worry. <laughs> Definitely. And I feel like that really relates to this show. Don't worry if you have nobody else you can watch the fight with because Bacon and MC are here and we're your combat companions. Yes.
Yes. Rate this episode, rate this show five stars on any platform you're on. Subscribe to it. Thank you again for listening. We really appreciate you. Come back for the next one, please. Yes. Yes. And we're gonna like talk about pre-fight conferences in general, just conferences and all that kind of stuff and all that, all that good stuff. So please, please come back. All right, see you guys. Bye.